3: All right, well here we go. We do a podcast on a Monday after Al was out for a week. I was out, well, almost a week. He did work last Monday at Jet Camp. I've been out since the previous Friday. So that means Al has got story after story after story so much so this could be an hour. I don't know that it's going to be because I want to go home, but it could be an hour. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry.
2: No, I have not been, uh, you know, gathering stories while I was on vacation. I thought you were on assignment. I was enjoying my vacation plans. But I will tell you that I met a I met a gentleman in San Diego who is a uh, he works does some work for the Padres and he does uh some work as a waiter at a nice Italian restaurant in the Little Italy section of San Diego. It's a cool I,
3: little resume item. Which
2: I didn't know existed. Little Italy Like a little San Italy Diego. in every city. Yeah. And uh strangely I had asked for a recommendation uh for at the hotel concierge. I'm not sure, am I supposed to tip the concierge? If you want to be a good guy. I didn't. I feel like if they go above and beyond. But if I just go, hey, where's a good Italian restaurant? And they tell me, that's not tip did worthy. Did you have a
3: conversation with him? Or was it just, you want to go here? And that was it.
2: I called on the phone. And I said, we want to go to Little Italy. And he mm, that if you you just you not worry about it. Right. I did look. In, they had a book in the hotel that talked about concierge. Yeah. Because evidently, this hotel <laughs> I stayed at in San Diego was. Uh, above your pay grade. It was. The Fairmont. And they had the very first concierge in America. How about that? In their San Francisco location. Wow. So there was a thing in there. Should I tip my concierge? And it said, for simple questions and uh, suggestions, no. But if they go above and beyond, for example, if you say, hey, I'm taking my wife out to dinner. It's her birthday. While we're gone, can you decorate the room? That you would then tip somebody. Decorate the room. Right. That was the suggestion they gave in the book. That's more but otherwise, above and beyond. Right. To go to the concierge and just say, hey, where's a good place to hang out at night? And they tell you, that's you don't t-. No, that's fine.
3: I meant if you had a big conversation yeah. with the guy and he was breaking down restaurants. No.
2: I went immediately good. at the first recommendation every time. And you called him. And I called. So then definitely not. Okay. What, are you going to Venmo money? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> so uh, I, I we, they recommended this uh, Italian place. Went in there, sat down. The waiter came up to us and said... Are you Al Dukes? I listen to yours and Jerry's podcast. Jerry, that was in San Diego. That's good stuff. Not New York. That is good stuff. Not New Jersey. New no. San not Diego, even
3: Pennsylvania. Right. Where I took pictures with people in Hershey. In Hershey. Yeah. Tri-state area. Yeah. This was
2: San Diego, the other coast, where I did start to wonder. It was one of those places you go. You go. Why do we not all live here? Yeah. We all do that. Like, why isn't San Diego as populated as New York City? It's beautiful
3: weather. Well, because when, at least in my case, yeah, when my gran- great-grandparents came off the boat from Italy, yeah, the boat took them to New York. It didn't take them to California. Right. So now I have family that wound up moving to California, mm-hmm. but long after, like my aunt and uncle moved to California in 1981, I believe it was which was like 30 years after their parents came over. Yeah. It stops in New York. Right. That's why it is what it was.
2: It is something. Like when when people come from one country to another country, Sure. we tend to stop when we hit land. Well, yeah, because you've already made a journey. But then I wonder how people wind up in Indiana, Ohio. They're born there. But you there, find a lot of transplanted New Yorkers in Iowa. No, but you will find people from, like, India in Indiana. Could be work. And you go, how did you yeah. pick here of
3: all the places? I would think in a lot of cases work. Yeah. Where the job takes them. Where A lot business. of people, you know, places like Iowa and Indiana, the universities can be the main source of income. So if you have a scientist from India that's looking for work in the United, in the United States, perhaps he gets a job at... In Bloomington. Right. You know, who knows? But I do, th- I, I had, a, when my when I was young, we would go to California every year from, let's see, 81, 82, 80, probably for about six, seven years we went there to see my cousins every year. And in some cases, just to see my grandfather for maybe a long weekend and we come home. And I remember there were a couple of very serious conversations between my parents about moving out there and being, me, being incredibly excited about it and incredibly nervous about it right and we ultimately never made the move because the company my dad was working for running whatever you want to call it they ultimately decided to keep the warehouse out there and the operations here the office operations but i remember we were it was close you, and then i wouldn't know you And then i we would know each other no i'd be doing a podcast with some other guy
2: so this fellow, uh, the waiter I had, uh, Dan is his name. Dan. So shout Carteret. out to Dan, not Dan and Carteret. Oh. This is a much more normal Dan. Dan. And then Gina made a recommendation, or or not a recommendation. She had a comment. You know, I'd run into some people at the Newark Airport, right? Who knew who uh, I was from the radio program, and Gina said to me, "You and Jerry are like the leaders of the normal guys," and I, oh, liked I could that. take that. Yeah. I would take that. She says, they're all a little strange, a little, slightly, mm-hmm. but normal. Yes. Like normal, everyday guys. The they're not of
3: the normal men.
2: They're not the cool guys. They're not why, jocks. Why not? why not the cool guys? And they're not super nerdy. They're somewhere all in the middle, but they, but they can relate. She goes, they're the guys that don't wash their jeans after every use, might wear their socks twice. Before wear washing the them, socks twice. That's disgusting. that came up on my podcast that I used to do with my friend Paul.
3: Wearing your socks, he would wear twice? his
2: socks a couple of times before he'd wash them. I wash mine all the time. You have to, I your do, yeah. Feet yes. will stink, yes.
3: Oh, god.
2: But she said people like that,
3: okay. That's normal how guys, we
2: are. yeah. Normal guys,
3: I don't mind being the leader of normal guys,
2: <laughs> right? I'm all right with That's that. That's got to be worth something. The leader of the normal guys, just want to lead, Al. Then I don't know if I was you know, you and you've done podcasts without me during the summer. I've done podcasts without you. So I don't know if this was a podcast you and I had done okay. or if I did this with Eddie, but we were discussing the Bible and reading the Bible and uh, be- me and you discussed it. Becoming an expert on yes, the Bible. Yeah, we discussed it. And I said, Well, I you know, I can't read the Bible. Right. Can I listen to the Bible? Right. You know. Which I'm
3: sure you probably can.
2: It turns out you can because yeah. a podcast listener, Twitter follower of ours. Connie, she purchased me an audible version of the New American Bible, which was very nice. She said, Dear Al, I hope you enjoy this. I suggest starting with the New Testament. Take your time. Sincerely, Connie, the postcard and chips and salsa lady, because she brought me chips and salsa at a game as well. Did you listen? No, I just got this as, you
3: know. Oh, I thought you got it before you no. went away. I didn't see you, remember? No, I got it after I came back from my oh, trip. Oh, that would have been good to pass the time on the flight. It would have been. So thank now, what you, are you, Connie. To? The Moody Blues, the New Testament.
2: And when I told, when I was reading, the, when I told Gina about this at dinner last night, when I tell you for real, genuinely excited, Jerry, she almost cried that she thought it was so touching. And she said, This is what Gina said in a choked up moment. She said, God gives special privileges to people who gift others the Bible. So, good news, Connie. You're getting special privileges.
3: Boy, our significant others are different, huh?
2: So I will say this, Jerry. If you ever feel like you've done something that's not going to get you into heaven, then you better start gifting some Bibles as you get older. Audio versions. If that's what the person wants. So thank you, Connie. I'm going to listen to that. I think it's fair to say Kim and Gina are polar opposites. Different ways. Would have had a different reaction. Gina's very touched by gift-giving and such by people. Great. Now, where did you go, Jerry, on your vacation? Uh, You were somewhere.
3: I went to Florida. Oh, Florida. Yeah. How was that? It was fine. Hot Hot and humid? Hot, humid, sunny, rain. Did you notice any... Uh, lizards new, yes many any new bikini fashions um no i no i actually didn't all the it was a lot of uh tiny bikinis right. a lot of the chikinis the chikinis yeah so a lot of large men okay in bathing overweight. suits yeah uh, yes they were okay. definitely definitely had pants on right um what else did i notice no it was pretty pretty standard week i tell yeah. you it was wild a monday night we the Monday was a, was a great weather day until about four o'clock, and the heavens opened up, and we were going. I had reservations at Top Golf at seven thirty. Oh, nice! So I'm picking up my parents at seven, a quarter to seven. It was a twenty minute ride, and I mean, you couldn't see five feet in front of you. And my mother gets in the car. It's like, what are we? Why is this a good idea? This is bad. It was blackout. And I'm like, listen, I paid fifty bucks for the reservation. We're showing up. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. On the ride over, which was no more than fifteen to twenty minutes, by the time we got there, blue skies, beautiful weather, and if you looked in the rearview mirror, it looked like death. Yeah, really, was just weird, weird night. It turned out to be a beautiful night. Had a good time, but yeah, no regular week, it was all good. I also went kayaking. Ever gone
2: kayaking? I've not. It's a lot of work. Uh, it looks like a lot of work. A lot of work, and that all I kept thinking of as I was kayaking. Kayaking. Yeah, we went kayaking with like a group where you. You pay to go on a tour and they tell you about whatever you're around. Right. But as I was paddling out there, getting exhausted,
3: you realize the further you paddle out, the further you got to paddle back in. Right. That was when I did the triathlon, the mini triathlon with Craig and uh, Tracy. I was exhausted. I wasn't even all the way out. I'm like, holy crap, how do I get back? Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was a lot of work, Jerry. Did you feel energized by all the activity you had when you no, went away? No, no energy. None?
2: Same lack of energy I had. Really? I did like electric bikes.
1: That's that seems like fun.
2: Bikes, but as you start to pedal, the motor kicks in, or the okay. battery. Oh, That's kind of neat. Of the bike. Does
3: the pedaling actually fuel the battery? Uh, no,
2: you do have to charge the battery. You do. I got gotcha. And then it still lasts like sixty miles or something. All
3: right, that's cool. But that's
2: the way to go. That is pretty. Neat. I want electric everything from now on. I did think there's something we could use in New York City. We ride in in the morning. We park in Jersey City. We electric bike through the. I've always said that
3: through the Holland Tunnel. Well, I've always said scooters.
2: Scooters. Yeah, it's another way to go. Yes, Jerry. I did have some postcards too while we were away. These Ooh, I like will be. Postcards. These will be nice and quick. Uh, this is from Brazil. Oh, cool. Hi, from Brazil. I love your podcast. Signed, at Urknow. Urk Irkno. That's all I got. It's the only information I got, Jerry. All right. At Irkno. All right. Hey, here's one from Pittsburgh. Alan Jerry, went to Pittsburgh to see the Stro Show. I
3: don't know what that is.
2: I, I think Marcus Stroman pitched for the Mets.
3: Oh, yes, he did. That was, a, yes, it was his first game as a Met.
2: Uh, it says, uh, uh, heard that Jerry might have gone there. Remember I you were talking about going there.
3: I wanted to. T- I wanted to go to one of the games in Pittsburgh. Yes, I, we did not do it though.
2: Al Devil Unchained on ID Channel is real good. That's right, Eddie from Glenside, PA. Also Eddie who went to Stony Brook. I guess like Eddie Scizari also went to Stony Brook. Whew. Jerry, here's one from Belmar. That's in Florida. No, I'm sorry, that's in New Jersey. Oh, my God,
3: it's like two towns away from Spring Lake. What are you doing? There's also a Belmar with a W all the way down south in
2: Jersey. It's actually one town
3: from Spring Whatever. Lake. Whatever. Oh my God.
2: Dear Al and Jerry, greetings from Belmar. The sand is hot. I bet Al wears socks on the beach. Tom from New York City. Tom, I do not wear socks on the beach. P.S. I saw Al and Gina riding bikes on Ocean Avenue in Spring Lake. You should wear a helmet. <laughs> okay. And then this, Jerry, is a actual card. Oh, Nice. With a a mountain goat on it. And it says, Alan Jerry, we had a bad experience with these goats. I can't tell if that's real or the intro of our podcast. There's a line of me saying my mother had a bad experience with goats. Uh So I don't know if this is a joke.
3: I would think it's a joke.
2: We had experience, bad experience with these goats. We can't find a regular postcard in this town. So we had to send this friggin' thing. Cheers from Boulder, Colorado, Matt and Karen. Morris Plains, New Jersey. Cool. So now I'm caught up
3: with that. Can I, I need to thank Mike from oh, Mineola. Mike and Mineola. What did he do for you? Well, remember last month or two months ago when Pink played the garden? Oh, yeah. And oh, I I really, I wanted to surprise my wife and I was going to say she loves Pink. And I thought that would be a great night out. Except it turned out it was a Wednesday night. and It, it just didn't work. doesn't work. And I, and I said I did regret it because I should have just sucked it up for the one night and right. dealt with it. Although there was more to it than just me having to come to work the next morning. How do I get her home? But it's just, it was a problem.
2: So, so you did
3: go. So we didn't go. And I felt bad about it. And so Mike, who is a very nice podcast listener. Mike and Mm-hmm. He heard that story and sent me two tickets to see Pink at the Coliseum last week. Really? The problem was I was in Florida. Uh-oh. So I actually overnighted him the tickets back, hopefully, hoping he could use them. Oh, did you um, leave him a note with the tickets? I did. I did. I left him my email address. I wrote him a note of thank you and everything, how much I appreciated it, but we're wow. away. So, to Mike and Miniola, very much appreciated. Well, I hope he used the tickets or I someone do too. I, I hope so too, because they weren't cheap. Mm. You can, those tickets are not cheap. Yeah, but very nice on his part. Nice job, Mike and well, Miniola. That was very thoughtful. Very much so. There's a
2: special place in heaven for people who give pink tickets.
3: I thought it was Bible
2: or Bibles. Okay. Is one or the other? I can't Love's remember a little different. Can't remember which it was. Blow me
3: one last kiss or the Bible. Or the Bible. Right. Hmm. Not sure.
2: Now a lot of people I don't know if you find this during the summers where people, you know, on radio in particular, especially this radio station, everybody takes their vacations in the summer. Correct. Big chunk of them. So Chunks. I think Eddie figured out legitimately for the entire summer Yeah. the show with Boomer, Geo, Jerry, Al, Eddie seven shows
3: in the entire summer. I believe that. Yeah,
2: Right. Because sometimes I'm out, Eddie's out, that whole thing. So people always think like, oh, Boomer gets more vacation days than Mike or Gio has been out so many. And it's legitimately the same every year. Right. right. But I guess it just feels every summer like it's a lot of days.
3: I do like though, I will say it was, it was, it was neat when we all used to take off at the same time. Right. Because there was a semblance of the Boomer and Carton shows not here. Right. But I do like, and even with Craig, it started to change his last year or two. Where they were taking different vacations. Yeah. And I do like the sense of when you wake up, there are familiar voices and the show isn't radically different. Right. Like you don't wake up, turn it on, and there's Chris Moore and J.J. with Pete Hoffman and Mike Flegelman in there. And whether it's Lopresti or Minko here. Right. It doesn't even remotely resemble the That's show. That's true. So I, there is a sense of it that I do like. I like the idea of a having more flexibility with when I can take off. Yes, because my schedule with the kids' baseball is so restrictive. If that restriction would be on top of that one, I'd never be able to go anywhere. Right. So I do like that, but I also do think it's kind of cool. Like there are a couple of times I would stream the show last week for five minutes, you know, to hear Chris or to hear Boomer and whoever. It is kind of neat though that everybody's still there's some part of us still yes. here. So even like next week, I think I'll be the only one here. Maybe Eddie? Maybe not. No, I think Eddie's out as so well. So I'm the only one here? Maybe That's Bob? Right. Uh, maybe Bob, yeah. Maybe Bob. So at least there's some semblance of the show. whenever Lepresti's here too, I feel like he's part of the show.
2: Right. He's here enough.
3: So I'll be here, you'll have Lepresti here, maybe Bob will be here. So it's not like I don't know, it's kind of neat.
2: Because for radio and in sports radio in particular, the fall is the most important time of the year. Right. So you can't vacation then.
3: Oh, so I can't go away in October? No. Oh. I tell my wife.
2: And then a lot of times we take uh, a break at the Christmas holiday time. Right. So so then you don't go again after that.
3: Well, you guys, I I will.
2: And then it's spring. Baseball starts. So you know what I mean? It's It's really summer. Although I did
3: take that week off in April, which was fantastic.
2: Yeah. And Boomer and Geo did take a week in February. Yes.
3: Which is also a very good time to go.
2: But the other thing, as you said, not only for your flexibility and everybody's individual vacation flexibility... Your significant other, if they work, yeah, they can't. Or you have kids in school. It's like you don't. All, everybody doesn't have the same. No,
3: it's very, it's it's tough when you've got kids in school. You're dealing with the school calendar, right? I mean, you can take them out, but it it creates a lot of work for them, and conversely, a lot of work for us, right, to help them through it all. You know, because if you take a kid out of school for a week, he's going out with a bag full of work, right, of assignments. So that's kind of a pain in the ass. And yeah, if your wife works, that's, that's tough too. Right. Not easy. Not easy. Not easy. Jerry, when I was away in San Diego on vacation, one of the things I did not do was shave. Oh, I did. I packed up my Harry's and I was off to Florida. Is
2: that right? Yes. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to shave this vacation. And then when I got back, Jerry, did I need a shave? I would think badly. Very badly. In fact, when I was posting pictures on social media, people would write to me. Oh, is Harry's not available in San Diego? No, they're available everywhere because they get shipped to your house. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. You can get Harry's. So I was so looking forward to getting back to Harry's when I returned from San Diego. And I kept telling, I would tell the ticket agent at the airport, please make sure I get on this flight. I have to meet Harry's. They're like, okay. Okay. My baggage. I said, Will my bags be coming out first? I miss Harry's. And they must see Harry's. They thought Harry's was a guy. No, I would think they might have, yeah. They did not so. know Harry's is razors.
3: My wife actually asked me before we left, you bring in razors or should right. I buy some disposables? Oh. I laughed in her face. You laughed right at her. I'm like, I got this with the cover with the razor cover, right. please.
2: You laughed right at her face. A disposable razor for no, this no more. baby face of mine think not did you know that harry's founders jerry they were just two regular guys like you and me you know how we said before we're we're the kings the leaders of the regular of the guys regular people these two guys they were just regular guys tired of getting ripped off and paying for overpriced gimmicky razors Yep. so they started their own they bought a german factory that makes razors they keep their prices low jerry by cutting out the middleman I like these. these guys are an inspiration. I mean. They're an inspiration. Absolutely. They provide great quality at factory direct prices. And it's 100% guaranteed. You don't love it, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. Jerry, this summer you can refresh your wallet and your face with the Harry's trial set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip. Lubricating. And- and trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel that's going to leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover, which you mentioned. Keep your razor dry and easy to go when you hit the road. Listeners of the podcast can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash postgame. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash postgame to redeem your offer and let them know that Jerry and I send you. It will help support the podcast. Because then Harry's would be like, we must be lined up with these guys. Oh, yeah. They're the kings of the regular guys. And that's who we are. Jerry, the warm-up program. We did one today. We were both here for it. Yes.
3: It was pretty good. It, and
2: was, it was good to be back. It's so If it wasn't good, would it be attached to this post-game podcast? That
3: is a great point. It
2: would not. So here it is. Now. We'll see you tomorrow with uh, Geo again. What's a Brazilian panty? What's a Brazilian panty? Yeah. That's a good question. I'm going to Google that and get back to you tomorrow. That and guys nude. A nude man in Brazilian panties. So...
3: The warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. Well, it's been a while, so why the hell not? Al Axe Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. You uh, wandered off to California, yeah, last and week.
2: And you know that every day during my vacation, I woke up at five forty-three and prepared a warm-up program. You did. Did yeah. you actually do one in bed? I did one. I did it out loud Right uh, at 5.43, which uh, in California There's was 240, 2.43. Right. So the neighbors, didn't appreciate it. Cause See, I, I would
3: get the sense you'd be out drinking till 2.43. No. You're like not a party animal. I
2: kept my same hours. went to bed at 8? <laughs> yeah, I was at dinner.
3: <laughs> no need to worry about reservations because I'm going at 4. <laughs> which was really 7. Right. So for you, it was actually late. You sure That's went right. to dinner at 2.30. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I keep East Coast time yeah. all the That's time. That's a tough thing to do when you're out on the West Coast. To keep East Coast time? Yes, yeah, a little difficult. I was out there,
2: Jerry. I was telling people. I'm, I was wondering if the East Coast, West Coast thing was still a battle.
3: Were you fighting other radio
2: producers? Yeah, because I'm East Coast. Right. I immediately look, looked up where Intercom San Diego was. Because I was like, why am I living in New York? I'm, why don't I go to Intercom San Diego? question all the time. But all the San Diego people tell you that um, you get paid in sunshine, not money. So but I guess they don't pay much. But
3: you enough money to pay your bills, the sunshine is a right. bonus. Yeah. Nice way to live your life.
2: Had another long-haired fella tell me, people here are homeless by choice. They live at the beach. Super tan. You're not talking about Eddie. Not Eddie. Not they it. look like Eddie if Eddie were really
3: tan. Right. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I could live in California. Yeah, but
2: that, you always do have to worry about that earthquake
3: still. Well, you it's coming, Jerry. Here. There's something everywhere.
2: There is something everywhere, but uh, California has mudslides. Right. And earthquake potential. They do.
3: Yeah, they do. We have blizzards. Blizzards. People freeze to death here. Right. And hurricanes. And hurricanes. And superstorms. And teenagers. And Although all, teenagers all are all everywhere. teenagers. Yes. They're trouble. I live with one now. Oh, right. Not so much
2: trouble. Jerry, this uh, Pete Alonzo, at first I thought, when he hit this uh, 40th home run, I was like, "Wow, that's a big number, 40." And then it said, "Oh, he broke the National League home run record for rookies." Yeah, for rookies, I was like, "Which was like last year, right?" It was Cody Bellinger. The ball is jumping, man. So I'm not even. And then I was like, "Oh, well, okay, maybe what was what's the American League one?" Oh, Aaron Judge has that. Aaron Judge. So guys yeah. that just came into the league have all the records. So I'm not like if they would now have been you're like, not impressed.
3: Right. Well, Bo, aren't you impressed, though, because of what expectations were? Yes. We didn't know if he would be here. I'm going to hold him back. And then right. he comes up and he's That's been true. better than advertised.
2: Yeah, because I was wanting to hear like Pete Alonso broke Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie home run record, right. whatever that is. But something impressive, Jerry, from the 90s.
3: Well, I think when he hits 50, I think you'll be impressed. I no? will be impressed. Yeah. I mean, even with the in this day and age where the balls flying, I still think doing that is impressive. My impressive home run number eighty-five if I, is fifty-two. Okay, that
2: was the George Foster had hit fifty-two before the steroid era, right? And that was with impressive, the yeah.
3: Right, when everyone else hit like thirty-five, right. So, 52 to me. So, 60 by Babe Ruth when teams weren't hitting 60 did not impress
2: No, me. because, again, I don't no. know what went on in that Babe Ruth era. There were no fences. You hit the ball in the gap. It was a home
3: run. I, I suppose he still had 60 more than teams had. Everyone just lobbed the ball into Babe See, Ruth. See, that's – I would love <laughs> to talk to someone. Obviously, we, we won't now. I always wonder this. Was baseball back in the day when pitchers threw 400 innings in a season? Yeah. Right? They had – 50 complete games, pitched sometimes in both games of a doubleheader. Was baseball then more about just throw the ball up there to get the ball in play to yes. play the game? Or were guys trying to strike guys out? Yeah. Or is that something that developed over time?
2: I think that developed over time. Me too. When Nolan Ryan came into the league. I
3: don't think it was when Nolan Ryan came into so the league. Later. Was probably earlier than that, although he did play for 30 years. But I do think, you know, what was the game like back then? Right. Interesting. Who could we ask? Nobody. That's the problem. Oh, you have a great aunt or uncle that uh, might well, be able to answer that question. watch baseball in the twenties.
2: Minko's doing updates today. Minko <laughs> Minko's, to Minko's him. not
3: hundred years old. That's not. Nice. Oh, sorry. That is. I'm that was a that to joke. I would
2: not. He will punch me right out. He might. And uh, the Yanks have a new. Remember that year when uh, the guy did the thumbs down. Yes, I do. To the Yankees. Yeah. Then that was every with time. Todd Frazier. Yes. Then every time they get like a a double, the Yankees would do thumbs down as
3: long as they could.
2: They rode it, Jerry. It was at City Field. They
3: giddy upped it.
2: Now they've got a new thing that Aaron Judge is trying to start. The Brett Gardner slamming the bat into the ceiling of the clubhouse again for us. (laughs) So now, when you get a hit, you get on base. You do this, Jerry, and all the Yankees are rallying around. It's tiring. Can you hear my
3: voice changing? You actually are legitimately tired.
2: <laughs> I have no from aerobic Thrusting your arm back and yeah. forth. Yeah, so that's the new thing. Get the shirts ready.
3: Because those thumbs down shirts. How about we make shirts that actually have live video on them? Oh, so you could do the whole yes. <laughs> all right, a hologram thing. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yeah. That's so, not a bad idea. So that's their new rallying cry. This guy. Brett Gardner thing is stupid. Yeah, he's so <laughs> jacked up fighting ump's all the time. And then the umpire. Did you I don't know if you saw it or not, but then the oh, umpire goes running over the dugout and then motions why he threw him out and the umpires <laughs> You're like doing this again to the ceiling. Have you ever seen someone do that before? No. I don't know and what did you see on Yes they showed the, the the bruised ceiling? Like he's ruining the dugout. Is that right? Yes.
2: It must do something for him because he's found it's like a release. It's a release. Yeah. And the time he whipped the helmet, it bounced back and smacked him in his own lips. It's like
3: when you go home after a bad show and you're throwing things against yeah. the
2: wall. I'm going to start taking a bat to my apartment ceiling. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. You don't own that. You don't own that apartment. <laughs> oh, don't know. Uh, Mr. Dukes, what happened up here in your ceiling? Oh, I took a bat to it. My wife frustrated me. Yeah. So and boom, just, boom. That's it. That's funny. Uh, and Aaron Boone suggests, Jerry, I like this idea. Uh, mercy rule in baseball. No, shut up. None I, of these nineteen. 19-
3: I knew you were going to like. You knew this. I was going to latch no, right onto that. How about this? If you suck, right. you pay the price, and someone's got to go finish the game. But they're said, you know, Aaron Moon's like, "Well, don't suck. We got position players no, pitching. That's the way it goes. They're they're men. Who cares? Be a man. That's embarrassing." We're gonna mercy rule? Like, uh, uh, it's going to be uh, 10 after 4. If you're down by 8 after 5, 7, <laughs> and we just cut the game off. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't like it at all. No, they're professional. You want to tell me in minor league baseball you want to do that? Okay, fine. Major league baseball, we have a mercy rule? No. Because he says also no.
2: why you would mercy rule. we're breaking all these unwritten baseball rules or people are still I don't like swinging. At
3: all. Plus, you're out if, if you're a fan... And I understand there are some cities that don't draw flies and you can go to the game yeah. for 10 bucks. That's not the case here. If I take my family to a game and I spend $60 a ticket and on other stuff, play the damn nine innings. <laughs> That's not right. He did say that there are fans that like when,
2: like, a catcher pitches. That we, we Something do. Something strange it's happens It's cool in when baseball. the right fielder comes in and he's yeah. lobbing the ball
3: 60 miles an hour <laughs> and strikes guys out. They're like, this is what it was like to pitch to Babe Ruth. Groove it in. Hey. Could be the case. Let Babe hit it a mile. I think you could throw
2: 500 innings. Back in the Babe Ruth era when they had a leather baseball?
3: Absolutely. Or whenever they wore knee pads.
2: Yeah. Was the baseball always have red stitching in it? No, right? I don't know the answer to that. I picture, like, in the Babe Ruth era, the baseball was like, you know the rawhide ball that you get for your dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they played with rocks. Yeah. <laughs> this rock sort of looks around. Let's use this today. See if
3: Babe can <laughs> it a mile. we got to take a quick All break. Right. But don't go anywhere because it is a quick break. and We'll be right back. Al held back a couple. Uh, we'll do that next. And then G at 6 on the fan.
0: 85 years ago, William Hill bet on himself and started the largest sports betting company in the world. America's number one sports book is available to you, New Jersey, just in time for football action. Now it's time to trust yourself. Download the William Hill app and get ready to prove yourself right all season long. William Hill Sports Betting, America's number one sports book. Must be 21 or older and physically present in New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 800GAMBLER.org.
1: Hi, I'm Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner. I spent my whole career trying to avoid being blindsided by 300 pound linemen. Now, in retirement, I'm trying to help homeowners avoid being blindsided by real estate agent fees. That's why I'm excited to be working with Rex. Amazingly, with all the data and technology available today, commissions haven't changed in decades. Every day, home sellers get popped by agent fees as high as 6%. That's worse than getting sacked by a lineman. Rex is changing the game by charging just 2% total, saving sellers tens of thousands of dollars. Plus, you get a full-service experience with a dedicated local agent helping you every step of the way. That's the type of protection quarterbacks like me dream of. Give Rex a call and see why thousands of buyers and sellers across the country have avoided being blindsided by big agent fees. Call 844-4600-REX. Call 844-4600-REX. 844-4600-REX.
0: New York license number 1099-122-5737. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. I've got great news. Mortgage interest rates have dropped, so if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock that low rate, even before you find the home of your dreams. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive Rate Shield approval, call us today at 800Quicken or go to RocketMortgage.com. For JD Power award information, visit JDPower.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30 year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Work is hectic. Don't you love those moments of calm when things just fall into place? That's what it feels like when you order business catering from Easy Cater. Visit EasyCater.com or download the app. Just like that, you can find a reliable local restaurant, place your order online, and know that Easy Cater is there when you need them. You feel some weight lift. Life's a little easier now, because when you need food for work, you go to easycater.com. With Altis One, enjoy Wi-Fi that blankets your home. Hey, Altis One, start the Boomer and Geo Show.
3: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Yankees did lose on Sunday. The Mets did get to Kansas City with a win. Both teams are off. Actually, going to go to the Mets game on Friday night. Is that right? I'm almost looking forward to that. Oh, what else you got, Al? Uh, Jerry, this uh, the Jets
2: are keeping a Le'Veon Bell out of uh, preseason games. Yes,
3: most teams are keeping everybody everybody out of preseason games. Yeah, days. what are we thinking about this? You don't want them to get uh, hurt. I, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But, they, they don't play anyway.
2: Plus, you got a nice built-in excuse for Le'Veon Bell. First few games, he's not what you think he should be. You go, well, well, I, I didn't have camp. He was out for a full year. Didn't really get any live game action.
3: I don't think it matters. I think it will be fine. I'd be more worried about the quarterback that doesn't play at all. Yeah. Like, you just get some reps in, some timing down. The running backs just can't the ball they run.
2: I don't know how any of these teams are ready for actual NFL games, because I watched that hard knocks again yeah. this past
3: week. They don't do anything. They don't practice. I know. I Yeah, I know. It's different than when Boomer played.
2: They push that dummy that's got the uh, the metal, what do you call it? Sled. The sled.
3: Yeah. They push that a few times. Well, it gets their lower half. In shape. And
2: everyone's got their... You
3: don't have a lower half. so You really wouldn't know what that <laughs> I do does. have a lower half. Uh, really, you don't. And everyone's got their kids on the field. When are they playing? How about that? Even a regular season game. So I was watching some old NFL networks been running games. Have you ever looked at the sideline of an NFL game lately? What goes on? A lot of shenanigans. Oh. I don't know where all these people come from. Right. It's almost like, are there players there or is it just family and friends?
2: And the Antonio Brown helmet... This saga's is unbelievable,
3: back. isn't it really? It was here, then it went away. And now it's back. And now it's back. And Mike Mayock says you're all in or you're all out. It's time to be all in or all out. Yeah. I think he's all out. This guy's like, what a weirdo, Yeah. Huh? I mean, I understand the, the equipment's important to you. His helmet. But come on, dude. Yeah. he got to get on the field. So I don't know what's going on with that. Of course, he probably wouldn't play in these games anyway. He seemed
2: into being on the Raiders in the first hard knocks. I think he is. He was trying to tell his kids that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play there, that he's on the uh, the silver and black team now. Yeah.
3: Did you ask any of the Cowboy game on Cowboys? Saturday night? Yes. I did not. You want to talk about a game that played nobody. Good Lord. They played in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a Hawaii game? Oh, that's why it started that's, so late. It was in Hawaii, yeah. <laughs> Aloha a- Stadium.
2: And after the game, Jerry Jones said... Zeke, who did you hear? Did you guys play
3: Jerry Jones from last week? Jerry Jones talking about the negotiate the contract negotiations. I was in San Diego, I did not hear that's right. I forgot. Did you the the, the guy cutting his arm off? Yeah, yeah, we played it. Yeah, bizarre made no sense at all. Only well, I mean, it does make a little bit of sense. He's talking about the guy knowing what to do as opposed to not knowing what to do, and panicking or not panicking could lead to death. In his case, he's not going to panic. Even if Ezekiel Elliott's not playing, balls, 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 ball, balls.
2: Now, who's this new Cowboys running back, Jerry, that's going to get all these Tony Zeke's cash? Pollard
3: and Alfred Morris? Tony Pollard, yes. Zeke, who? was he kidding or he was really mean? Like he was joking. We don't need. Oh, no, Zeke. No, no. And then he, he looked at the camera at me. He's like, I'm, "Relax, just joking." Because mm. I only read the headline and it just said Zeke. Who? Yeah, I'd let Zeke just whatever. You want to play? Come play. If that, not, goodbye. That's the thing with running backs in the NFL. They are interchangeable, most of them. Well, I mean, you do lose something by not having them on the field. But at the same time, go away. Has Saquon Barkley been playing in the uh, Listen no, this hour
0: and every don't so. hour until 6 p.m. tonight for it. your chance to win field-level tickets to see the Yanks take on Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels.